the name of Jesus. We sang earlier in our intro it from Psalm 84. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. My soul longs, yes, faints for the courts of the Lord. In our text for today, our gospel, we are introduced to ten lepers. Ten people that have a disease that has separated them from everything. One of them is a foreigner, a Samaritan. Do you know what a Samaritan is, according to Old Testament history? It goes all the way back to the time when there was two kingdoms of God's people, a northern kingdom of Israel and a southern kingdom of Judah. The Samaritans were in the northern kingdom. Israel, the Jews, were in the south. The difference between them? Where is the dwelling place of God? Where should we worship him? For the Samaritans, they believed that was Mount Gerizim. For the southern kingdom, Judah, for the Jews, you probably know the answer to that. It was Mount Moriah, which is where Jerusalem, the temple, was supposedly built. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. My soul longs, yes, faints for the courts of the Lord. This division of where the dwelling place of God was divided his people. Divided where they would worship and began to also influence how they would worship God. The word worship comes from an old English word, worth, W-O-R-T-H, and ship, worth-ship, which implies one who is worthy. So who is the object of your worth-ship? For us as Christians, we confess that it is God, the one true God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, who alone has worth. And thus, we lend our voices with the angels who sang so long ago and yet still sing today, glory to God in the highest, glory to God in the highest. You see, worship is first and foremost an expression of faith. Remember the first commandment, I am the Lord your God who has taken you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. Thus our faith in the one true God and our worship of him is is linked, is bound together. Faith is worship. Worship is faith. And when we worship, when we give glory to the one who is truly worthy of that, God binds us together as one. Remember the creed? I believe in the holy Christian church, the communion of saints. Thus we give glory to God with saints, with angels, with with the whole host of heaven and all those who gather together with that same confession of praise, that same faith, their mind, their lips, and their heart. The word glory comes from the Greek word doxa. Doxa is where we get the word doxology, doxology, and also orthodox. Doxology simply means words that give glory. Orthodox means right glory to the right God. 
Which brings us back to our text for today. Jesus cleansed, cured 10 lepers. But what was most important to them? What is most important to you, whether you're sitting at home or whether you're here in this place with us? What is most important to you when Jesus says that you are cured, that you are healed, that all your sins are forgiven? What is the most important? Out of these ten that were cured by the Logos himself, by Jesus, nine of them want things to now return to normal. The first thoughts on their mind are returning to the fellowship and activities they used to be about doing. You see, to be a leper meant you were literally separated from all of society. You had to live somewhere else. You could no longer work. You could no longer go to temple. You could no longer see your family. Thus, these ten lepers rightly cried out to Jesus, Lord, have mercy on us. We need help. And their plea, their plea for mercy, was rightly directed at the right person. But what happens afterwards is quite telling. Nine of them, the first things, the most important things to them, are to get back to their fellowship, their religious community. So immediately, they head back to the temple. They head back to Jerusalem. Because they truly believe that the dwelling place of God was in Jerusalem. Thus the difference again between the Samaritans and the Jews. Is this what church really is at a fundamental level? Is church really all about fellowship and all the activities and returning to normal? Surely some of these thoughts have crossed your mind in the midst of this crazy pandemic. To be fair, all faiths worship. All faiths worship, give glory to someone or something. All faiths also have fellowship, have some sort of religious community. But what about this other leper who is singled out? Enough so that the text that we have for today occurs twice in the church here. Today and also for the day of Thanksgiving. This other leper, well, was a Samaritan. He was in the minority, which is where you might find yourselves on a whole host of things. But what was important to him? To be fair, all ten were healed, but, but this one leper, his faith now grasped that, that he should not go off to Mount Gerizim. He should not go back home to worship God. Rather, his faith grasped that that God himself was standing right in front of him. That was the most important thing to him. Not all the other peripherals. God himself, the Most High God, was standing before him. And thus, he did not need all that other stuff. You and I as sinners often put all the other stuff as the most important thing. Our return to normal, we say, 
to get back to this, that, or the other, Sunday school, Bible class, masks, no masks. I mean, your head just starts to spin, doesn't it? Do you stand with this leper? This one who has now been been cleansed of all of his leprous sin and disease? Do you stand with this one and acknowledge that the one true God is right here in front of you and that, that he is the most important for your thoughts, for your worship, for your actions? See, this Samaritan leper, this sinner, doxed Jesus gave him and him alone the glory. The other nine took their doxa and went elsewhere. And thus Jesus says to the Samaritan leper now made clean, your faith, dear man, has made you well. To be fair, I tire of talking about all of the the fellowship and the peripheral stuff of church. It keeps me up at night Mass, no mass, all the, the things that we have to do in the midst of that. As a simple-minded pastor, I just, I just want you to know that your Lord and Savior God Himself is here for you to absolve you. And He invites you to come into His presence, whether it's, it's here as you are gathered this morning, whether it's even individually or privately with us. We'll even come as His messengers and and bring Jesus to you wherever you are, but you need Him. And thanks be to God, He comes to you. He comes to absolve you, no matter how you're dressed, or what you're wearing, or what covers what part of your body. Jesus comes to you. You see, Jesus is pure mercy. Pure mercy. He comes and He takes all the, all the COVID, all the leprosy, all the times that, that you have sought after other gods and put other things as more important and simple faith in Him. He comes and he, he, he dies. He takes all the punishment that you and I deserve for that. For all your fears and your worries of, am I going to catch this or am I going to catch that or am I going to die now or am I going to die later or what's going to happen to my job and my kids and yada, yada, yada. He comes and bears it all. That you may have hope. That you may have a future. See, we, we seek Jesus first and foremost as Christians, not fellowship and activities. We come to church, whether to God, together or, or privately, but, but letting nothing stand in our way of Christ. Worship thus Giving glory to God is first and foremost faith. Worship then is letting God do His work. Forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation. Our text from Proverbs said it well in our Old Testament text. My son, be attentive to my words. Incline your ears to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart. For, for these words, my words, are life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh. Healing to your flesh. Jesus still comes as he did back then, as he healed these ten lepers. And we still come. We come before him with our worship, with our faith. Receiving the Lord's gifts, we are made whole, 
we are made new. God grant us this same faith as that of the Samaritan to recognize him for where he is, to receive these gifts and let them strengthen and preserve us into life everlasting. God grant this for the sake of the one who breaks the darkness. In the name of Jesus.